Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back. This is another episode of the Zone Boxing Show podcast. And I finally did my homework and got some information. Barack, this is the 40th episode. You did some homework, huh? You asked Josh. That's what you did. You, you did some research. You went all that's the more way than enough homework. on your phone and text Josh. That's what you did. That's more than enough, okay? It's 40. 40, the big four zero. What do you, what do you have wow. to say about that? Wow. Nah, well, I feel like the show should go as a syndication and we should just get paid for doing nothing now because we've done more episodes than every. Oh, I don't feel nothing, man. We didn't. <laughs> This is probably, no, 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 together, no, this is the, probably like a 1,000 show. I'm with show. those sentiments. Those thoughts, I like it. We should get syndicated in every state. We should get, well, I mean, I guess podcasts, they're not, it's not terrestrial radio, so you can't syndicate yourself. Anybody can listen to it wherever they are, whenever they want to. Yeah. It's just that's, there. That's great. That's great. All right. I'm excited about it. We have Regis Progray on the show today, who's recently signed to Matchroom Boxing and has a huge fight in his hometown on the 17th of June. That's in New Orleans, Barack. I like that. I like I like that. First of all, I love all homecoming fights, especially when you have a good opponent. You know, usually you don't. Those homecoming fights, you know, it's usually the guy that's going to come to lay down or the female that's going to come to lay down. All right, so it's you know usually I mean? a soft so touch. Yeah, because, you know, it's a showcase. It's like, okay, I did my work over here. You you might even be coming off a loss sometimes when you do a homecoming fight. Right, you know, right. but you did your work out here in the field. You won. You might have even established a name. And then you come back with that name to pack out the arena. Mm. Love that. Mm. I like that. I like that. I mean, I think that I think that he's going to be a part of some big fights in the 140-pound division, Regis is. And we know he, he wants his get back from Josh Taylor, if Josh Taylor decides to stay at the junior welterweight division. For some reason, I feel like he's going to be gone after this fight against Teofimo Lopez. Win, lose, or draw, he'll be moving up to 147. That's my take, bro. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was actually supposed to move up before that, you know? Um, I just think that T.O. is just such a big-name fight, and then maybe he thinks he saw a little slippage in T.O. A lot of people are saying that, and that's kind of crazy because his first fight, Tio's first fight at 140 was a brilliant performance. Absolutely. I think it was a knife round stoppage. Like it was a brilliant performance on somebody who's way bigger than him. Not way bigger than him, but bigger than him. I was there for that. I was like, wow, Tio's back. You know, and then his last performance, you got to understand, Sandor Martin, Martin, he's a tough guy for anybody. Very tough. You know, he's a also tough, he's a tricky with Mikey Garcia. Very exactly. Tricky. Who thought he was going to beat Mikey Garcia? What, what a, at one time, he was a pound-for-pound pound top guy. You the know? question so, is, if if Josh Taylor decides to go up to 147, will Regis Pro Gray follow him to the oh, welterweight wow. division to get that get-back? I guess we'll find out from him. Regis Pro Gray up next. What's up, champ? What's up, brother? What's up? What's up? 
Listen, Regis, obviously this is a big moment for you. First off, you know, um, welcome to the zone. Even though you fought on the zone before, you're a matchroom guy now. Um, I feel like the opportunities are going to be coming for you uh, and they're deserved. So how hard was it to get Eddie and matchroom to get you back home for a homecoming fight? Or is this easy? With, you know, with the, did the conversation go, hey, I want to fight home and it just happened? I want. I, I just happened, bro. You know. Um. You know. I was a free agent, and um. You know. Both of them. It was between Matchroom and um. Top ranking. Both of them. It was like first fight. You homecoming. So you know. I obviously. But but the thing that kind of to suck me more towards Matchroom. Matchroom was like, man, homecoming gonna be June. Like we already got the date, June, and then Matt and and Top Rank. It was like it's gonna be in August. So you know, obviously, I would want fight earlier. So I was like, all right, bet let's do June. And um, they they told me that right off the bat. So what is it like? What is it like fighting at home? You know, is it is it more nerves or what? Um, I think it's gonna be nerve wracking. I definitely think it's gonna be nerve wracking and stuff like that. But that's just yeah. something that I'm gonna have to just you know have mentally yeah. get through. Last time I fought here, bro. Well, the, the time before that, like I fought here, I had fought a you know a nice little show we did. That was my first time headlining, and it was on national TV. We did ESPN before, and that was um like five years ago, 2018. And uh, bro, that was my most nervous fight I ever was in ever. It was probably my worst fight I had in my whole career, bro. I was so so nervous because, like, literally everybody you know, I've been talking to town, you know. And um, that was before you was even the world champion. And then I was just so nervous. Luckily, I got I went out there, I got the job done. I got hit too much. Um, you know, dude hit me, he, he marked my face up and stuff like that. But I still got, I got the job done. I knocked him out. I think eight or nine round. And um. Then I just took that mindset and I reversed it for the fight after that. So the fight after that, that's when I started with the tournament. And um, I, uh, I fought Terry Flanagan and I just went out there. I was so loose. I was so relaxed. And I went out there and I just, um, I boxed real good, um, dropped Terry. And um, still, I got the, the, the 12 round decision. So it was, right. like I said, it was it was cool. But not, now I'm just more of a professional. So I feel like it's definitely going to be way bigger than the first time in 2018. But now yeah. I'm more professional. I can I can handle it more. I think. Not, not okay. only that, you know, there's more expected of you because you you've become, you know, a star in your own right. Uh, so people are gonna be asking for more tickets. So outside of nerve wracking in the ring, I'm pretty sure you've gotten calls and text messages from cousins you haven't heard from in years asking for tickets. Yeah, bro, that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? Everybody want tickets and stuff like that. You know, listen, this is my hometown, bro. So obviously I'm gonna give a whole bunch of tickets out to people. This is I want my people to be in them, you know, give the right people. We want we trying to pack the house out, you know. Obviously, I'm not give away the whole event, you know, but give away a lot of tickets um to the my god, sneeze and stuff like that, you know, and then have like the right people and like celebrities and all that type of stuff. You know, I like but like just not even me just being from here, but I'm like, you know, we here right now, but I'm really, I'm really being in New Orleans a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like I got, I got, I actually almost properties in New Orleans that I do in Texas, bro. So I'm always, I'm always in New Orleans all the time. So I really mess with my people. It ain't like I so know a lot of. You people don't live there no more because you don't live there. The people still showing you love though. Right, that's what I'm saying. I really, it's like I still kind of do live here, bro. I'm always, I'm literally always here. Like, you know, I like I consider it like, yeah, you can say I live in Texas because my kids go to school in Texas, but I'm literally, bro, I'm always in New Orleans all the time. I'm like, right. you know what I'm saying? My mama still live here. My grandma still live here. Most of my close friends, they all still here. Like, I literally, I'm always in New Orleans all the time. So it's not going to be like, like a lot of people go to their hometowns and they they not really connected. I'm really connected here, bro. Like, because I'm, yeah. I'm always here for real. Yeah, does it mean anything to you that this fight is on Father's Day weekend? 
No. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, I mean, uh, no, nah, I don't really know. Real. Man, who? Who's a, it's, it's a bad thing, bro. Really, who celebrates fall? Who celebrates Father's Day, bro? It's a bad thing. Every Mother's Day is the Mother's Just Day. The day <laughs> Mother's Day is the day. Like, my mama, she get all kinds of stuff. My wife get all kinds of stuff, bro. But Father's Day, yeah. Father's Day. Yo, that's, so that's not even that's not even motivation for you. Like, oh, I'm gonna win this for my kids. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I, I, I bet you my kids don't know his father's name. I bet you they don't know. No, listen, listen, yo, it's funny you say that, Reese. I, I I gotta tell you guys, I, I just posted this on Instagram a few days ago. You know, I picked my son up from school a couple of days. Uh, I, I guess before I don't know if it was Friday, and he said, "Hey, um, is there still a Father's Day?" Because it seems like nobody talks about it. I mean, I hear all this talk about Mother's Day, but yeah, nobody ever makes crazy. a big deal. So my son wasn't even sure if it still existed. So I agree with you. Nobody cares about Father's Day. Nobody cares about Father's Day. Bro. I'm going to hold it down. I'm still going to hold down Father's Day. <laughs> all right, right. All right, man. I was just, was just talking about Josh Taylor a few moments before you hopped on and how he stayed at 140 to fight Teofimo Lopez now, even though... He said he was vacating belts and going up to 147 a while back. Now, in, if I had to guess, I would think after this fight, he will move up. Are you willing to go to 147 to get that get back, or is it not that serious? I want it, bro. I do want it. Um, it it's definitely serious, but where I go to 47, I got the belt right now, and I got the power. I got the control, so it's just like, I mean, I think it all depends, bro. I do want to I think I want to unify and be undisputed, but I definitely want that too. So um, I, I guess like when the opportunity come around, then I have to see like what's going to be better, you know, because like, you know, they got Matias out there with a belt and I want to fight Matias. You right. know, he has a belt and, you know, the whole rolling thing that happened too, but I'm not, I'm definitely not worried about that. But, you know, um, but if, if the Josh Taylor situation come around, bro, then it's just something that I'll definitely have to explore. Speaking of that Roley uh, fight that just happened this week, and I would love your take on it, Regis. Obviously, you saw the controversy, that stoppage. I mean, I don't think Tony Weeks has ever received this much heat in his entire career, um, and deservedly so. Stopped the guy who was winning the fight on all the scorecards and wasn't being wasn't getting hit at that moment. Can you talk about that? It was terrible, bro. It's just a, that's a sore, that's a black eye for boxing, bro. That, that shit was horrible, bro. Like, um... I mean, I understand. Listen, we all know. Be honest about it. It's a business move. If Barroso would have won, Barroso, bro, Barroso, they say he was 40. Bro, Barroso looked like he was about 56 and <laughs> in that ring. So if he would have won that belt, just imagine what, what would have People were like, bro, this is a world champion. They already, if you saw the picture of him and Roley, everybody was like, bro, they was tearing him up in the comments and stuff. Everybody was already talking about. So it, it's a business, but it's a terrible business, bro. Like, like that dude... It should have been stopped, but at the same time, if he would have won, then it would be like, bro, what? It was just that fight, just all that stuff together. It was just, I don't know, bro. Do, was, you think, do you think fights like this should be overturned, meaning like weeks uh, should be investigated and there should be some sort of committee that overturns this fight because it was too bad? That In that case, yes. I think in, in a case like this, bro, like, yes. I, I, I haven't seen, you seen a bad, but that bad, bro, that, that was... That was really, that was like really bad, bro. Like you know, that was that was disgusting, man. That was, bro. Like, come on, bro. You gonna really do it to this man like this? Like, at least let Rolly. I mean, go to I don't know, bro. Go to distance and rob him on the co on the score card, bro. bro. Let, let him do that. Like, go to distance and do the, do the normal robbery. <laughs> yeah, go to distance and give it to give it to Rolly on the score card, bro. But you gonna 
you're gonna stop it like that, that's gonna get played over and over and over again. Exactly. You know, forever. That's gonna be that's gonna be in the history, like one of the worst stoppages ever, you know. Yep. Right. Broke, yep. That's in there. But the sad thing is nothing will get done. You know, nothing will ever no, change. No, it's nothing you know? gonna happen, bro. It nothing's no, gonna not, happen. Nothing's gonna happen to weeks and nothing's gonna happen to that decision. Okay, so earlier you said yeah, when you mentioned Roley in that situation, you was like, I ain't even worried about him. Why? Because his skill set is is not up to par. Skill what were you meeting that's that? That's, that's, yeah, skill set, all that, bro. It's, that's nobody I would – I'm interested in fighting it though. I'm definitely – Even like, though he got that, the – I believe he has the WBA super He belt. got the WBA. Still I not think, I mean, if it happened, obviously I would want to fight. But that's not somebody I'm about to go call out. Like, man, I want Roley because, man, that, that, <laughs> for me that look weak, bro. Like, I'd rather, wow. like, rather fight um, – Matias for his belt, then try right. to fight Roley. You know what I'm saying? That right. just gotcha. for me it just look weak, bro. I'd rather let let Roley go fight Javante uh, the second time and let him go fight Ryan. Ryan let one of those belt. Now if he beat one of them, then yeah, definitely. All right, shit, I want to fight Roley. But right now, right. bro, that's just something I'm just not interested. No, I, but I, what I, if I what if Josh Taylor mean. loses? What if Josh Taylor loses to Teofimo and he's willing to stay at 140? Would you still want to fight, fight him then? I fight Josh Taylor. Fight uh, Josh Taylor or Teo. That, but for sure, bro, the fight I want the most out in the whole world is probably Josh Taylor. You know what I'm saying? But I wanna, I do wanna collect the belts though. At the same time, like I want right. collect. It, it's it's a fine line between that. I feel like he's not going nowhere, so you know I can, um, you know I can hold off on him because he's not going nowhere. But I don't want him to. I definitely don't want him to slip. And you know, people say, "Oh, you got him when it was late or something like that." I don't want that to happen. I really do feel like he's gonna. He's gonna beat Teal. I don't think he Teal's gonna beat him. I do think he's gonna beat oh, Teal, and I think he's okay. still gonna be like I think he's still gonna be you know Josh Taylor. Well, okay. outside outside of the belts and your goals at one forty, Regis, who would you say would be the biggest fight for you? I'm talking about the guys that are moving up. I think Devin is moving up to one forty soon. Obviously, Ryan Garcia is already at one forty. You got Teofimo Lopez. There are a lot of big potential fights at one forty. Um, what would you say is the biggest, the most lucrative, the, the the one that you won't be able to turn down? Uh, uh, Ryan, probably Ryan. You didn't say Javante. If Javante going or not, I think obviously Javante. He probably one of the biggest, you know, biggest stars. Ryan. Um, I think boxing wise, even even outside of boxing, me and Tia will be big too. But obviously, you know, Javante will be the biggest and. Ryan will be the two biggest, I think. You know, I, Devin will be a big name also. Um, Tia will be a big name. But I think that, of course, Ryan and, um, and, and Tank, is, that'll be the biggest if if they come to 140. Yeah. I, I, I want to know, how do you rate your opponent for June 17th, Liam Pyro? I don't know too much about him, bro. I mean, I, like, he's for me, he's undefeated. We just going to, yeah. you know, just – we. I, I don't work about when I when I fight somebody. I'm not working, um, you know, for them. I'm working for me. So I feel like he just gonna have to worry about what I'm gonna do, you know. And I like I don't I never overlook nobody. I I know people think like man, you don't know nothing about him. You overlook him. I, I I watch him. He's undefeated, and you know he's fighting for the belt. So he's gonna he's gonna do everything he can to shock the world. He's so um, and I know he's gonna be hungry. Never lost none of that stuff. So he's definitely gonna you know he's gonna come and do everything he can to try to beat me. Right. We just uh, we haven't spoken since you signed a matchroom deal, and and I wanted to ask you before making a decision with matchroom, were there other deals on the table that you turned down from other promoters? Yeah, it was um top rank. I briefly it was like the PBC thing. Somebody, man, listen, bro. First off, like when all this was happening, it it was going crazy. Like they had people calling, 
like uh, PBC and Steve Espinosa, L. L. Heyman, tell them they my manager. People I never even talked to before. They're like, man, I ran him. I'm gonna bring him here. Like, bro, it was going. It was like literally, it was just going crazy. But it ended up coming down to um, top rank on Metro, and um, they was they was neck and neck. Both of them was neck and neck. Um, uh, the the I for me one of the I'm not gonna say the deciding factor, but at the the, the first time I kind of talked to Matchroom, I just had that gut feeling of like this is I think this gonna be the best way to go for me. And then after that, you know, obviously I went I went you know I flew out to Vegas. I talked to Top Rank. You know, they had a real good presentation for me and stuff like that. Um, but I just felt like Matchroom was the just the better deal. Uh, you know, overall, I felt like Matchroom was just gonna be the better deal for me. And that that feeling, that gut feeling, didn't leave me. And um and then Eddie actually came to Houston. And the crazy thing is Eddie came to Houston. This was the week of the Canelo fight. That Monday he came to Houston. And um really we had a dinner and the dinner really wasn't that good. He even said it himself. He was like, Yeah, I came to Houston. And the dinner, you know, I don't know how we was feeling and stuff like and I really wasn't feeling some I was kind of like, uh, with him too. Um, but still that gut feeling was like, man, this is this is the way to go. And that's oh, so you mean so, you so mean the meeting at that, wasn't great. Right, not not right. that the food wasn't good, the meeting right. wasn't great. The meeting it was like it was cool. You know, it was right. cool. It wasn't, you know, because I talked no fireworks before. though. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it was just cool. It wasn't like uh fireworks and stuff like it was like cool. And I just I really did it like I just kind of just decided like bam, like just literally did it because um, you know, what they do is they hang things over your head and you know, he hung that June 17th. Do that. He hung that June seventeenth. He he hung that June seventeenth cherry right over my head. It was like in the walls at Sporty King. It's like, and so that was a that was a big time factor for me because you know with Tyrank they want to do August and Eddie wanted to do June. And when I talked to him, when I talked to Tyrank, I was like, bro, August is too far. They was like, man, really though, two months. I was like, it like for real, bro. Because how I am, if I know I'm fighting in August, I'm literally I'm gonna train the whole summer. I'm not gonna go nowhere. So I'm gonna train. I'm gonna do the same thing I write. I'm doing right now. I'm gonna train the whole summer, and at least in June I can fight. And then I, I got the summertime for my kids and stuff like that. Because I missed, yeah. I you know, even though like I missed a lot of things with my kids. You know, we're fighting and stuff. Like you miss a lot of stuff. You ain't training. I missed my son's birthday a, a few times. And so with this June 17th day, it's like perfect. I fight, and then after that, my kids on summertime, they on summer break, and, you know, we get to go and enjoy. And that's really one of the most deciding factors, bro. But like I said, they they both was like, they both was like, it it was like this. They both was neck and neck. Every every single day I prayed on this, bro, every single day I went back and forth. I could not decide. I would, so, I so would Barack, you were right. Barack was right. He's fighting for his kids yeah. <laughs> for Father's Day because he wants to spend exactly. the summer See? with them. See what I'm saying? Come on, it all comes back to Father's Day. <laughs> I guess so. There you go. No, but um, and listen. I, I, uh, I know, I know you're gonna have some sort of after party. I know you're focused on the fight, but I know you're gonna have something in New Orleans after the fight. Oh yeah, we bro. This this you know I don't want to say too much, and you know you don't want jinx things. And but bro, this this should be a. I feel like this environment, bro. It should it should definitely be fire. You know, like last time we did it, bro, and um they didn't really like we we did a nice gate stuff like that. But that was before I was the world champion. That was before I was popping in New Orleans. Um that and and we had like a lot of the people from the city. We had like the governor, the mayor, there, all wow. the football players, there, the basketball players, that like you know what I'm saying all the. The, the popping people in the city, but this time is I feel like it's gonna be that times, you know what I'm saying, times four, times five or something. So I think yeah. like, you know, it is good because like New Orleans is not a that's what Eddie said. Well, we know this uh, New Orleans is not a, a boxing city. People don't really know 
um, New Orleans as a boxing city. But you know, with me, I'm a, I'm the only two time champion in the history of the city, basically. So wow. this is a big deal, and for my people to get behind me, and and like I told you earlier, bro, like it's not that. Like, I'm just from here and I don't be here. Like, I'm really connected with the streets here. I'm really here all, yeah. like, literally, bro, all the time. I'm always in New Orleans. Like, my people tell me, bro, stay out of New Orleans. I literally can't. Like, I got, I just always got to be home, bro, all the time. So, yeah. um, like I said, people get, these people, like, they'll come, they, they, they see me, bro. I'll be at the corner stores. I'll still be walking around. i still be <laughs> working out here, all that type of stuff. So, it ain't like, oh, it ain't like a... Uh, one of the Katrina people that went to the, went to Houston, which was 17 years ago or something like that, and stayed right. there, never came back. No, like I wow. lived there, but I'm I'm literally just I'm always in the city all the time. Exactly. People see me all the time. What happens yeah. usually when a fighter goes to matchroom is their ring entrance becomes extravagant after that. <laughs> you know, Canelo, a whole bunch of fighters. So, do you have something crazy planned after yes, going to matchroom? Of yeah. course, bro. We got yeah, in, yeah I got in the what look. In Metroom, we got Metroom in New Orleans, bro. Oh man, we got crazy, bro. Yes, look, look, bro. Look, I've been talking. I've been talking to Barack. You know, for the last couple of weeks, I can't. Once, well, whenever the fight was announced, I can't wait to to be in New Orleans for this one. I got a good feeling it's gonna be a crazy vibe. I'm definitely gonna gain some weight because we know how the food is in in New Orleans. But most of all, I want to see you shine in your city. So we're looking forward to it, champ. Always, so we'll man. see Thank you there, you. front I center, wait, man. I can't wait too, bro. I holler at y'all when I, when it's when it's time. No we'll doubt. be there, no yo. Doubt. Take it easy. Good luck. All right, brother. See y'all. Right. Always good talking to Regis' program. Looking forward to his big showdown on the 17th, Rock. Most likely yeah. will be in the building. Listen, weekend oh, fights. Absolutely. I mean, are you excited? Are you? Do you like crawfish? Um, I, I, No, I don't like crawfish. I'm not eating that. But I just like – I like his opponent, Liam Paro. I think he's undefeated. I think he's going to really make um, Regis – you know, just get motivated and, and really try to stop him. So imagine getting stopped in the hometown of Regis. The crowd's going to go crazy. But I heard the food is good. I just don't want to Man, look at me That's being unprofessional. You're such a, a, a professional talking about and thinking about the fight and I'm here thinking about what can I food. eat when we're in New Orleans. Man, that's I'm not me. mad at that though. I'm not mad. That's the second that's my second thought. Are you are you seriously not even gonna think about Bourbon Street? I mean how much trouble can we get Barack into there? That's the other no, one. No, none, none at all. I don't even Bourbon know what the hell Street that is. smells like poop, like horse poop. And it always smells like horse poop. And I don't think Barack is want to hang out there. I mean, it's just alcohol and poop. Alcohol and poop, Barack. You don't want no parts. What is what is that? The famous street that you see people up top at the pubs. Yeah, yes, from, exactly. From, from the windows and stuff that like that. Famous, okay, okay. Stinky nah. street. Josh nah, will I'm definitely good. be there from the from from when we touch down to when we leave. I, I can see him there. Just type of vibe. Josh, right, you're coming Josh? as well. I mean, I'll find find a way. You know, hopefully there's uh there's room for me. And yeah, I plan on making some bad decisions for sure. <laughs> All right, listen, okay. look. This weekend, right? That's a month away. We got some time for that. But this weekend, we have two huge fights. That's Devin Haney versus Lomachenko. We have the great Katie Taylor from Dublin against Chantel Cameron. We got to get into the, all of those fights and break them down right after this. We'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Brock, before we get into Katie Taylor, Chantel Cameron, who's fighting on the zone in Ireland, uh, you'll be in the building. It's going to be insane, but this Lomachenko-Devin Haney fight, um, I don't think people realize how huge of a fight this is and how long, for how long Devin Haney had Lomachenko on his radar, had a target on his back. He's he's wanted him since he's been with Matchroom. This is a fight that Devin Haney has wanted for at least three to four years, bro. Well, first of all, I just found out that I was going to Dublin an hour and a half ago, and you already told the whole world. <laughs> like, yeah. what is wrong with you? That's right. God, dog, I didn't even look at my flight yet. Damn, this guy. But listen, to answer your question, it wasn't, I don't even know if it was a question, but yes, it was three years. Actually, he was 20 years old. I thought he was 19, but he said he was 20 years old trying to get a fight with Loma. And he said, this is why he doesn't like Loma. I've been trying to fight you for three years. You didn't You didn't want to fight me. Now I'm going to punish you. And it's funny because he could have had that mentality that, that Errol Spence has versus Thurman. And say, Thurman, when I wanted to fight you, just like when Thurman wasn't champion, he was chasing Floyd. He was chasing Paulie Malignazzi. Neither one of those guys fought him. You know, yeah. so Errol was chasing uh, Th- uh, Thurman and Thurman didn't give him the opportunity because Thurman was like, you're a nobody right now. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with the big dogs. You know, so he say now that he's the big door with the three belts, he's not fighting Thurman. He leaves him out in the cold. And th- that just goes to show what kind of fighter um, Devin Haney is. He's going to give you the opportunity because he knows if he beats you, that puts him up on the top, top, uh, top you, of the list. But do you think that maybe some of the boxing community, some of the fight fans out there, are overlooking the great Vasily Lomachenko. Oh, 100%. 100%. Everybody is just, I like that for Devin because I feel like some fighters don't get their just due. And, and because there's a few good fighters in that division, nobody's really recognizing the king. The king is the guy with the belts. No matter who you think is nicer, the king is the guy with the, with the belts. You know, Absolutely. like... We've said for years that Tevin Crawford has been at the top of the pound for pound list. He's been on the pound for pound list for, for like eight, nine years, you know? So yes, he's at the top now, but the top of his division is Spence. He got three belts. He fought more top guys in the division. We can't argue that, you know? So that's how I feel. I just feel like he didn't get his just due, but by giving, by making him the, 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 the pick, you know, the betters pick, and that just says that everybody thinks that he's a great fighter. Because Vasily is, I don't think he's shown any slippage. But, you know, I know you've said he had a tough fight against Ortiz, you know. I think so. But look, I think we're going to get the best version of Lomachenko. With all that being said, on on Saturday, we'll get the best version of Lomachenko. So I'm looking forward to it. 
Um, now let's let's shift over to Ireland, which again, let me just remind the people no. we'll be in the building. <laughs> All right. So he will be in Dublin for this one. Me, I I definitely had haven't saved up enough change to make it out there. No, so, that's because uh, you're gonna be in Vegas. That's why you're gonna be no, at the no, we, we have to do Vegas. this. We have to split up so we can cover <laughs> both fights. We gotta support our fighters, you know. Man, that's that that's gonna be like I don't know six, seven thousand miles away from each other. But guess what? What's up? We're we're gonna cover these big fights. I don't know if I'm gonna be in Vegas, but Katie Taylor will be in Dublin fighting against Chantel Cameron, a fight where a lot of people feel might be a tougher fight than Amanda Serrano. I disagree with that. I give a I, I rate Amanda Serrano high. I rate her. Just like the Brits say, I raked uh -huh. this fight. Right, right. right? So, so I, I don't think Katie has a tough. Uh, anybody else is tougher than that around those weight classes, uh, tougher than Amanda. But I do think it's going to be uh, a very difficult fight, not as difficult as it was against Amanda Serrano. And, I, and I'm just going to flat out say that, Barack. I, I think Katie handled Chantel Cameron um, a unanimous decision. Very, very possible. Um, that's that's a good bet. I feel like she's a bigger girl, you know, 140. She has more knockouts, but those knockouts was from years ago. I don't count the Melissa Hernandez knockout that, you know, we saw. What was that? Two years ago, 2021. Um, because Melissa was just, I don't know. She was so flat foot. She was just bad. She was really bad that night. I've seen her as a former champion. I've seen her better, you know? So I don't feel like, that's a good display of Cameron's power, you know, but, I, but I do say that she's bigger. I don't think anybody punches as hard as Amanda Serrano. I'm going to tell you that right now. And Amanda Serrano is a 126 pound fighter. And I believe she punched harder than probably 147 pounders, you know, so you're not in a tougher fighter because of power, maybe, but weight, sometimes weight, you know, you talk about when you're in the clinches, when she's weighing on you. She does that too. She likes to fight on the inside and she'll put her weight on. I've seen her do that plenty of times and drop girls just by putting her weight on them because their legs are tired. The only thing is that we know it's going to be a great fight because both of them have like the same kind of work rate. It's just that Katie is faster. You know, so yeah. she's going to have to deal with Katie's speed. Yeah, I mean, with all that being said, I see Katie winning unanimously. So, <laughs> with I'm all excited. that being said, yeah, just like I said, Katie win unanimously. That's what you're I'm, saying. I'm excited for both fights. So you know what? I'm starting. I'm looking at some flights right here, man. I think I want to make it to Dublin. I'm gonna find a way. I'm gonna get a sponsor. Uh, you know, a sugar mommy, something. I don't know. Somebody needs to get sugar me mommy. over to 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 Dublin. All right. So I'll put it out there right now, even though this. I don't know, people. It's gonna be too late by the time people listen to this. All right, but that's our show for today. Hope you guys enjoy. Peace and love. Stay safe. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.